We're on the record. I'm Sheila Cast. Good morning. High drama arias, luxurious librettos, big costumes, and even bigger voices. There's a lot that attracts people to opera, and Baltimore has an especially rich connection to the art form. Soprano legend Anne Wiggins Brown, born in Baltimore in August 1912, was the first person to play the memorable leading role of Bess in the production of George Gershwin's Porgy and Bess on Broadway. Here's a clip of Brown singing Summertime in that production. Brown's legacy will be shared tomorrow, Saturday, February 11th, at Opera on the Avenue at 2 p.m. at the Herring Run branch of the Inukpat Free Library. Here to tell us about it is Katrin Davies, Director of Community Engagement for Opera Baltimore. Welcome, Katrin. Thank you so much for having me. Also with us is soprano Amanda Sharif, the featured performer for tomorrow's Opera on the Avenue. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Katrin, what is Opera Baltimore? Opera Baltimore is a company that produces opera for the community right here in Charm City, bringing in nationally recognized singers, as well as providing opportunity for local artists. And we've been doing that for 14 years under the name Baltimore Concert Opera. And we had a name change about a year ago to Opera Baltimore because we added fully staged productions to our programming, which essentially means that in addition to our phenomenal singing artists that are the hallmark of any Opera Baltimore event, we also now have a powerhouse orchestra and sets, lights, costumes, wigs, makeup, the whole nine. Wow. And then what is Opera on the Avenue? Opera on the Avenue is a civic practice where we use opera as an unexpected hinge to communication. I'm not sure I understand what a hinge to communication means. Absolutely. So we were looking for uh, a project on which to collaborate with some partners to uh, deepen our commitment to Baltimore City and particularly to the African-American community. Um, A lot of times Baltimore uh, does not necessarily see itself as an opera town, but one of our mission statements is building community through opera. And uh, and we saw the story of Anne Wiggins Brown as a way to, um, to increase conversation between disparate communities. And Amanda, for tomorrow's performance, you will be telling the story of Ann Wiggins Brown. Tell us a bit about her. 
So Anne Wiggins Brown is essentially a trailblazer for Black opera singers. She was coming up in a time of Jim Crow where being Black and being a musician didn't really coincide. She was doing these shows in the same time that her family members would have had to sit in the back of the performance hall. So for her to have been in a position, unfortunately, of inferiority, she was able to make a name for herself and thus make a name for me and modern day Black opera singers uh, to make our marks on the artistic world as well. And she she was actually born not far from the Arch Social Club, right? I mean, really in the heart of the creative part of Black Baltimore. 100%. So for people in Baltimore to not feel like they come from a an operatic legacy is just wrong. They come from a very rich history. And I think that's Opera Baltimore's main goal is to ensure that the public understands that they come from a rich legacy. And we had an event on October 8th, which was the culmination of our first phase of Opera on the Avenue, where we had an all-day festival in Old West Baltimore, just a few blocks from the house where Ann Wiggins-Brown grew up. And uh, and her father was uh, a a longstanding member of the Arch Social Club. So we partnered uh, with the Arch Social Community Network, which is now the Baltimore West Baltimore Reimagining and Redevelopment Project, as well as the Black Arts District and Enoch Pratt Free Library and the Shake and Bake Family Fund Center and the No Boundaries Youth Organizers. And we created this wonderful festival to amplify the story of Ann Wiggins Brown and to celebrate her legacy. And we did it right there outside, well, and inside at the the Pratt and had a culminating concert that night, all celebrating Ann Wiggins Brown. Wow. This is On the Record. I'm Sheila Cass speaking with Katrin Davies, Director of Community Engagement for Opera Baltimore. Also with us is soprano Amanda Sharif, who will perform during tomorrow's opera on the Avenue at the Herring Run branch of the Enoch Pratt Free Library. Katrin, there's also a traveling exhibit that's part of this event. Talk about that. Yes. Well, the lead creative on this project, uh, the initial opera on the Avenue, is a Grammy-winning soprano, uh, Adrian Danrich. And uh, she was just the spark, uh, uh, the creative spark in all of this. And she really wanted to create, in addition to the festival and the concert, this installation. We call it a pop-up museum installation. And it primarily focuses on Anne Wiggins Brown, but also some other Baltimore music legends like Billie Holiday and Cab Calloway and Blanche Calloway, Cab Calloway's sister, people that were very much connected to uh, Old West Baltimore. And we created this exhibit and it's traveling to six different branches of the Enoch Pratt Free Library over the next six months and will be resident at each branch. And then Amanda comes in and does a free concert um, for the public in addition to the traveling exhibit. Amanda, in 2022, you won the prestigious Lottie Lania competition that requires demonstration of both acting and vocal skills. In other words, someone who can do it all in lyric theater. We have a clip from one of the songs you performed. It's from Mr. Snow from the show Carousel. (laughs) 
Amanda, what will you be performing tomorrow to tell the story of Ann Wiggins Brown? So tomorrow will be an interesting uh, concert, and I'm so grateful that it has been set up in this way. The first uh, several songs that I will be singing are songs that Ann Wiggins Brown would have been singing during her auditions and during her lifetime. And so it really connects me to Ann Wiggins Brown because I'm quite literally singing the same exact music that she would have been singing. And towards the end of the free concert, I turn the tables from Ann Wiggins Brown to what it means to be a modern day Black singer and the struggles of being Black in America today. And I perform a relatively new piece uh, called I Can't Breathe and discussing police brutality and the hatred that Black Americans still face today. Uh, And so it goes through a timeline of Blackness, starting with Ann Wiggins Brown's music and then going to what it means to be Black in today's society. So I'm very excited to do that because it impacts me emotionally because I am a Black singer today. That song, I Can't Breathe, who composed that? It was composed by Adrian Danrich, the lead creative uh, for Opera on the Avenue. And it's actually called Breeze, but it is in response uh, to the murder of George Floyd, of course. And it's an incredibly powerful and important piece. Uh, Again, a recently composed song that I am so sure will enter the canon of of our uh, classical song literature. Amanda, this is a very non-traditional presentation for opera. As a performer, how does that sit with you to not be on a stage with lights and orchestra? There is a beauty and intimacy to being in a space that is not a stage with the lights and the costumes. It also allows me to connect to the audience in ways that I can't typically connect because they're you know hundreds of feet away from me. So to be in a setting where I am in a library and I am not dressed in a crazy costume with tons of makeup and, and lights on and to be able to interact with people immediately answering their questions seeing the expressions on their faces while they listen to the music is something that is so low pressure in a positive way. And it allows me to connect with the audience and thus them get more connected into opera because they feel like they are just as important in the relationship as I sing. Katrin, what what do you want audiences to get from attending Opera on the Avenue? First and foremost, I want them to know about Anne Wiggins Brown. She is such a a monumental figure in our industry, and she needs to be um, celebrated. So first and foremost, that. But I think that opera is for everyone. And I want people to be able to see themselves in the opera, at the opera, participating with our artists. And Amanda, what about you? What what do you hope people get from this? To piggyback off of what Katrin said, I do want them to understand the legacy of Ann Wiggins Brown and her journey to success in a world that wasn't created for her success. And secondly, I want them to also know that opera is for everyone. 
this genre typically isn't seen as a genre for everyone. And it takes strides like this, having free concerts in libraries that are a lot less low pressure to start to feel like you are a part of the operatic community. And so I'm hoping that once they go to this, it sparks interest in their heart to go see a, a full production of an opera and know that they matter and are important in that audience. It sounds exciting. I appreciate you both telling us about it. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Katrin Davies is Director of Community Engagement for Opera Baltimore. Soprano Amanda Sharif is the featured performer for tomorrow's Opera on the Avenue, which tells the story of legendary soprano Anne Wiggins-Brown, born 100 years ago in West Baltimore. Brown's legacy, which encompasses being the first person to play Bess in the production of Porgy and Bess on Broadway, will be shared at 2 p.m. tomorrow by Opera on the Avenue. It will take place at the Herring Run branch of the Enoch Pratt Free Library, 3801 Erdman Avenue in Baltimore. At the On the Record page at WYPR.org, we have a link to information about more performances this spring. Short break on the record. When we're back, a stoop story. I'm Sheila Cass. Stay with us. (laughs) 